when it comes to choosing the name of a child, there are all sorts of rules, aren't there, that nobody ever tells you about. For instance, if you or your partner have ever dated anyone with a certain name, then that name is kind of off-limits. Or sometimes what happens is you think that you've got the perfect name for what you want to call your child. And your wife hates it. Has that ever happened to you? So I have three children. My first child is called Lucy. I wanted to call her Mercedes. (laughs) And of course, sometimes, and I'm sure this has never happened to you, basically, you both think of the perfect name for a child. And you name your child that particular name. And you start calling them that name. And you do that for six weeks, and then you decide you don't like the name any longer. And so you change the name. I mean, who does that? I won't tell you what Emma was meant to be called. And of course, sometimes what happens is this, you know. Somebody comes up to you. It could be your daughter. It could be your son. It could be a friend. And, you say, and they say to you, listen, this is what I'm going to call my child. And you smile. And your words come out of your lips saying, that's a lovely name. And in your head, you're thinking, they're not going to thank you for that name, are they? (laughs) So I asked my mum, why did she call me Ian? And you know what she said? She said, she called me Ian because she didn't want to choose a popular name. Apparently, I was meant to be called Christopher, so apologies if you were meant to be called Christopher. And then when it comes to it, there's sometimes, isn't there, parents don't think about how the first name and the last name are going to go together. So these are some names of some real people in our world. Anita Mann. Get it? Lois Price. And here's my particular favorite, being a priest. There was a woman called Helen And she married a man called Mr. Back. And after 10 years of marriage, she said it was true. You know, all sorts of names. And names in the Bible were really, really important. They were very important and hugely significant. It was why God chose the names for this baby that he called Jesus. He wanted to give this baby names that would describe and would show us how This baby was the greatest gift that he could ever give us. How it was the good news for all. Those names that we heard were these. Messiah, Saviour, Emmanuel. And so, at the end of September of this year, George and I were in Asheville in North Carolina and we're going to a place called The Cove. The Cove is the mountaintop retreat and training center that was built by Billy Graham that still looks after all of his ongoing ministry. Together with Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, and our late queen, Billy Graham is perhaps, with those four, the most significant Christians of the past 100 years. And he spent all of his life just inviting people to meet Jesus. The theme of the we saw with that advert, the video right at the start of the Church of England's Christmas video. It's the great invitation, the great invitation to meet Jesus at any stage in your life, whether you're very young, or whether it happened to me as a teenager, or really right at the very end of our lives. To make 
Jesus our Messiah. To make Jesus our Saviour. To make Jesus our Emmanuel. That word Messiah is a Hebrew word. The equivalent Greek word is the word Christ. Lots of people think Christ is Jesus' surname. But it's not a name at all. It's actually a title. It means, if you like, the king. The special one, or as Harry knows, the goat. That's what it means to be the Messiah. And of course, in Jesus' day to the Jewish people, and Jesus was a Jew, it was a loaded name. Because it meant this. It meant that you were going to be the one who was going to overthrow the Romans who were living in the Jewish land and was going to defeat them. And God could have sent Jesus as a Messiah to do that, but he had a different plan, a different reign that he wanted to bring, bringing hope, helping us live, showing us love. And it was that different way as the Messiah that Jesus came. And so I wonder, is Jesus the Messiah king of your life? And then the name Jesus It actually means the Lord saves. Now to know that you need a saviour means that you know that there is a problem that you need saving from. To know that you need a saviour means that you know there is a problem that you need saving from. And what the Christmas story reminds us in the words of the angel who came to Joseph was that when we see all of the world's problems, they're actually the effect rather than the cause. You see, maybe sometimes like me, you look at things and you say to God, why didn't you do something about that? Why don't you do something about that? And you know what the Christmas story reminds us is that God did do something about it. He sent a baby. He said to baby, as the angel said, to save us from our sins because at the heart of the human problem, as someone once said, is the human heart. And the Christmas story reminds us how sin is the cause of all of the world's problems. It was why God sent us a saviour and why that baby would grow up and how much God loved us by dying for us on a cross. You know, on Monday night in here, this place was absolutely heaving for the Lelon School carol service. And one of the year groups sang a song called Love Has Come. The lyrics of the chorus of that song say this, Many years have come and gone, but the song remains the same. Though many of the world's, many of our Christmases, may have gone. The song remains the same. Love has come into the world for everyone. God's own son bringing us hope, helping us live, showing us love. And at the end of that song, the lyrics finish with these words. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God who came to save us. A love that gets me, never lets me That's what the third name for Jesus means. Emmanuel. It means that 
God came to be with us. It's actually what separates Christianity from every other belief system out there, that God is not some disinterested being, but right at his heart he comes to be with us because he loves us. He comes to bring us hope. He comes to help us live. He comes to show us the way. That doesn't mean, of course, that sometimes we all have questions, don't we? Where, where are you, God? Why? Why did that happen? How, how is this world going to get better? But actually, through my life, I've realized exponentially far more things make sense with him than without him. And actually, those three names of Jesus remind us how those questions are answered. Where are you, God? And God says, I'm here with you. Why? I'm here to sort out all the mess in our world and in your life by being your saviour. How? By being your Messiah, king of your life. Often the real question is, do we want to listen to the answer? And so, just in closing, let me tell you how you meet Jesus. You meet him by inviting him into your life, by calling out his name. Jesus, be my Messiah. Jesus, be my Saviour. Jesus, be Emmanuel to me. And so, I'm just going to close with a prayer. Shall we pray together? You know, you might want to say this prayer with me, just in your hearts, basically. A prayer that invites Jesus into your life. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for having kept you out of my life. I've realized to my amazement that you want to come in and share it with me. Be my Messiah. Be my Savior. Be my Emmanuel. Please come in today. Come in to stay. In Jesus' name. Amen.